This is Corey Willis with PVI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're glad you guys could join us today on the number one truck podcast on iTunes. This topic you guys have suggested, and you you told us you want to know more about the 2020 Rams, specifically about the power, the way the transmission feels, the interior, exterior, all the details. And so we're going to be chatting with Camille from Diesel Resource. He went out to Las Vegas, got to drive these trucks, got to put them through their paces. So we're going to pick his brain on basically everything you asked us for and just see what he thinks. You know, is it worth going from a fourth gen to this new one when they're released or you know, what kind of benefits and, and like, how do they compare to the, the Ford and the, the GM? So we know you guys are going to love this podcast. Before we get to it, we want to thank Dan's Diesel Performance. They're the official drop-in turbo of the Diesel Podcast. They've got a complete lineup of turbos that are just, they're ready to go right in. They can get you more power, lower EGTs, simple installs, and they have different setups to meet different power goals. So if you guys are looking for an upgraded turbo, you know, summer's right around the corner, are going to be towing trailers, race season's almost here. You got to hit those guys up. Go to dansdieselperformance.com. Check them out on their website. If you have any questions, just give them a call. We've got a friendly staff and crew over there that are ready to help you. And also Alligator Performance. So even though we're talking about 2020 Rams on this podcast, if you have any of the older ones, you're looking to do something with them or your Cummins or Duramax, Power Stroke, any diesel truck, those guys can get you taken care of. And if you use Podcast 5 at checkout, you'll get 5% off your order and a free t-shirt. There are some exclusions that apply to the discount, but if you have any questions, just go to alligatorperformance.com. You can call them, email, chat. They're more than happy to help you get you taken care of on anything from wheels and tires to turbos, fueling products, injectors, intercoolers, air intakes, tuning, everything. All right, guys, let's get to the podcast talking about this brand new, yet to be released 2020 Ram. Camille, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to have you on. We've been chatting for a while about I think just diesel trucks in general and, and things you do and created with diesel resource. And I know our listeners are going to love hearing what you got to say today. So welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks. Thanks. I'm really happy to be here, man. This is uh, my first podcast and I'm super stoked. Um, and I can't wait to talk about the, you know, the new trucks and dude, it's, I, I've listened to your podcast for a while. So I'm just excited to get to talk to you. <laughs> uh, I'm overrated. <laughs> Once you do one podcast, you've done you kind of you know done them all, and it's funny as I'll get guests on, and like I'm a total fan of them, and I'm more nervous than they are, and I'm like, don't be nervous, I'm more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to start by asking you about Diesel Resource. What is it? What have you created? What are you building? What is Diesel Resource out there for the truck enthusiasts that listen to our podcast? Sure, sure. So. Diesel Resource um, is a company I started about eight months or so ago, and um, really my inspiration for the company was I've always just loved diesel trucks, man. I'm only 24 years old, um, and I've owned eight trucks. I mean, I, I go through a new one. I think we worked out the math. It's like every eight months or so I trade in my truck and get a different one, and sometimes they're so close to each other it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> like I upgraded one. I went from a Laramie Longhorn, then I had an L5P, and now I have a – 2018 uh, Mega Cab Bighorn. I mean, it's I'm just all over the place. Um, but really, when I started, um, there's a lot of auto reviews and stuff out there, but I really felt like there was a kind of a gap, and I always wanted to hear from someone that was really passionate about trucks, 
Um, and that's kind of where my inspiration stemmed from. I really wanted to be that source of information for people that, you know, when you go and read a review, like I, I personally don't like um, listening to someone or, or reading a review from someone that has no idea about trucks. They never owned a truck. They don't have a truck currently. Um, so I kind of wanted to be that guy and, and, you know, really help people kind of get an idea of what's going on in these new trucks. Um, and not just that, but also, you know, something that I found, and I think it's really prevalent with just the truck market and aftermarket parts and stuff. Um, there's a lot of good companies, but there's also some companies that aren't quite as good. So um, with my company, Diesel Resource, what I'm doing is um, the latest truck news. So, like, I just went to Vegas to drive the new Ram trucks. That's what we're going to be talking about. Um, but also, like, product reviews. So I've been trying to work with some really good companies that build good products, and I want to help people find those good products because I've, I've ran into a couple issues um, just from owning trucks and doing some of the stuff myself where, you know, I, I used a company that I probably shouldn't have that didn't have the best quality product, um, and it cost me. I, one period of time, I had, didn't have a truck for three months, man. It was honestly the most depressing three months of my life. I mean, it was crazy. Um, but so I, I really wanted to be the source of where, you know, people can get good, reliable information about diesel trucks and just trucks in general and the products and, and the latest news and trends and, and really be the source for anyone who's interested in a diesel truck to kind of, you know, be their guy or their site, you know. That's so important you said that, and I want to spend a couple minutes on, on that point, is I, I don't blog or, or cover or give reviews of, you know, trucks and, and parts and things like that. However, as an enthusiast, I can see through the bullshit when I do read one from someone. Like, I can't remember names or anything like that, but just I can tell when I read something, and I can tell, like, whoever did it, they're not into trucks. They've never modified mm -hmm. one. They might drive one but they're writing about something that they have no passion or basis for. And mm -hmm. the same thing can be true on podcasts as well or other sorts of media is as an enthusiast, you can see through the marketing scheme and understand like, Hey, this person really isn't into this. They're just trying to sell me something or trying to do whatever. And I, I read, um, I think it was one of your reviews of, it was of the Ford power stroke and I read it and I'm like, this guy's a serious enthusiast. Like he's really into this and it was cool. And it kept me entranced through the whole article verse. A lot of times I'll read one and I read the headline or a couple sentences in. And I'm like, this sounds like a, like a sales brochure. So I think what you're doing with your content and the information you're giving diesel enthusiasts is really important and people need to check it out because it's, it's rare what you're doing. You know, you've got the passion, the excitement for the trucks and it comes through in what you do. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, I, I really try my best and, there's so much technology and new stuff that's coming out on these trucks too. Um, like, I mean, the, the new Ram, for example, there is a lot of cool new features that we've really never seen on a truck before. I mean, even their new head unit, that's something you'd see in a Tesla, not really a truck before, you know? So I really wanted to, stuff like that is just so neat. And I want to kind of be the first guy to tell people and, you know, really get, I, I've had some awesome opportunities to go out and drive these trucks and experience them before other people can. So, you know, hopefully by the time the trucks come out or, you know, all the manufacturers that I think were, are coming out with their newer editions of the trucks uh, later this year and like the fall. Um, so hopefully by that time I can give people enough information and, and really show them the features and everything. So with their next truck decision, it's a big decision. I, I won't lie. I researched 
the heck out of any truck that I'm going to buy. Um, I pretty much know everything about it before I buy it. But hopefully by creating all this content and, and putting everything together, I can really help people make that decision, man. Because the truck, buying a truck is, honestly, it's more exciting to me than when I bought my house. It's I spent a lot more time in my truck than I do, you know, just sitting around at home. I'm constantly on the road driving. Um, so it's a big decision, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be a big part of just anyone who loves trucks. I want to be a big part of your life, basically. <laughs> I, I think that's what's happened, especially with diesel trucks, is they're no longer just a vehicle to get from point A to point B. There's a lot of careers and jobs and things where you're spending a lot of time in it. Um, mm -hmm. you're making money with it, you're supporting your family, you're paying your bills with it and to see what the manufacturers have done and are doing to be able to incorporate all these different things. And I'm coming from a third gen Ram perspective. So I've got a ton of questions for you kind of about this is how it's changed. And I know our listeners are tuning in because you know, the title that we're going to have on this podcast, and I want you to take us through the experience of being able to drive a 2020 Ram and the different trim levels that you saw or drove the different setups with transmissions and just what your experience was like be able to get behind the uh the wheel of these trucks sure sure so can i start off by talking a little bit about how i got here yeah oh for sure and the new ram truck mm -hmm. so um about a month ago i've been writing a bunch of different stuff and and i had my first opportunity to go out and and check out the new duramax i didn't get to drive it but i got to be there for their big reveal um and about two weeks ago you know, I reached out to all the manufacturers and, and um, didn't think I was going to get a response. But, you know, someone from Ram, actually their head PR guy, Nick, who is probably one of the coolest guys you will ever meet. I mean, I don't think I've met someone more down to earth or more fun just to hang out with. It was honestly as much fun hanging out with him as it was driving the new trucks. He was a really cool dude. Um, but he reached out to me. He said, hey, Camille, um, you've never been to a Ram event. Do you want to come to Vegas? I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I want to come to Vegas. <laughs> um, and uh, so I flew down. I asked him if I could bring a friend because I wanted to produce some really cool video footage too. And I'm going to be releasing that in the next couple weeks or so. Um, I have one video up so far where I did a walk around of the new Ram 3500 Limited trim. I think I was towing like 25,000 pounds up and down this canyon. But um, he said, yeah, absolutely, bring a friend. So I brought my buddy Brennan with me, um, who kind of does my, I guess he's my employee, not really, but um, he's just my best friend. And uh, so we went out to Vegas. We got picked up from the airport and, and uh, stayed in this really nice hotel, which was fun. And the next morning they took us to their presentation. And um, from that presentation, it was like an hour long. We got to meet all the you know chief engineers that were in charge of the Ram trucks. So I got to meet like the head interior designer, really cool guy, really young, which was really impressive. Um, the exterior designer, and I got to talk to him over the course of these three days and really ask him any questions that I wanted, which was was really neat. Um, but after that event, we were, I was just sitting there, and uh, Nick came up to me. He said, "Hey, Camille, you comfortable with towing?" I said, "Yeah, Nick. I I tow just about every week, you know, and, and um, all kinds of different trailers." He said, "Okay." Well, here's a Ram 2500 Laramie with a 15,000 pounds loaded on it. I'm going to need you to take this to the event for me. I was like, all right, whatever, <laughs> let's do it. So uh, that was the first truck I got to drive, which was, it was really neat. And uh, I've never owned particularly the Laramie trim before. I've had either the Laramie Longhorn 
on a fourth gen or a bighorn or a tradesman. And I actually had an SLT too. So there's three or four. Um, I've had a lot of trucks, but anyways, so I got to really play with this Laramie truck. And the first thing I noticed, and it's kind of funny within, they give you like a, a guideline. It, there was no GPS coordinates or anything that we were going to. They just gave us pretty much a map of where we're going with some directions. So within four miles, I was reading the map wrong and I'm driving through Vegas, which is hilarious with this trailer. I mean, I couldn't even imagine doing this before I did it. Um, and I actually got lost in the first four miles cause I was reading the directions wrong. I was going to, I don't know what I was doing, but so I ended up going like 20 miles out of the way and I got to take the truck on the highway, which was, we didn't really get to bring it up to speed, but, one thing I was just so impressed with, with that truck, I mean, I had 15,000 pounds loaded on it and I totally forgot it was there. I mean, I was, when I was going through traffic, I was trying to make up time man, and it felt like that trailer wasn't even there. I mean, it was so smooth. I couldn't even, it, it's, it's kind of funny cause I drive a Bighorn right now. And you know, sometimes when you're driving, um, I think with the fourth gens, I've never owned a third gen, but this truck had the 68 RFE and I know on my truck, especially when I have the exhaust brake on and I'm coming to a stop or slowing down, and I think it's a big part of the 68 RFE, but it always felt clunky to me, especially when I'm, you know, I have to slam on a brake or something. It just kind of, it feels really clunky and not clean. That was one of the biggest takeaways I got, like, almost immediately, that the new transmission, um, it, I, we'll see how it holds up to power, but it felt fantastic. Like, it, it felt closer to an Allison than it did to the one of the 68 RFEs for me, um, especially because I, I just had an L5P, too, you know. So I was kind of curious to see how it would hold up because I've always loved the Duramax trucks just because of that transmission. I mean, they drive like a car. Um, but with this, the new Ram trucks, I mean, I think they use a new dual-core processor, if I'm saying that right. I'm not a computer guy or anything like that. Um, which basically allows the trucks to communicate much better within the transmission. So there's much quicker um, response times and the shifts are a lot smoother, but right away, that's, that's like one of the first things I noticed. So do you have a 68 RFE in your truck? I did. And that's, that's what I wanted to chat with you about because I had the third gen um, six, seven with a 68 RFE and I felt the same with it. It was like, I just wasn't really excited about it in in stock form. And when I compare that to, say, an Allison that I had in an LMM, it was totally different. I'm like, the Allison's hands down way nicer to drive. It It's just it, there was more confidence I felt in it. And I'm just talking stock trucks, not highly modified or anything. So it's really cool to hear you talk about the new 68 RFE and how it's how it felt different to you from you know what you drive every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, I mean, dude, it was, it was completely different. I mean, it was, it was surprisingly smooth and still, you know, I still feel like it's not quite up to par with the Allison. So on my review, that's one of the things I noted that I kind of still don't like about the trucks, but it's, it's a really hard comparison when, you know, GM's Allison, you know, GM's trucks with their Allison's is just, I mean, especially stock, they're pretty much flawless. Um, but the truck, was really powerful. I mean, it, it towed that 15,000. I towed a lot more than that during this time period too. And I'll talk a little bit about that later. 
Um, but it was, it was really impressive. And when I say I forgot about the trailer, I really did. I mean, at one point, I'm not going to say how fast I was going because I'm pretty sure it's illegal and I don't know if they'll send me back. But uh, <laughs> it was – I definitely tested those trucks out, man. I wasn't shy, and, and we were going up, and I don't know if they're mountains or canyons or what, but, I mean, we were going up and down some pretty steep grades, and um, the trucks performed really well. But So for the Laramie trucks – um, or that 2,500, um, Ram does it a little bit different when it comes to, you know, um, their engines and, and their output, I guess, compared to the other manufacturers. Um, and that's actually kind of one thing I don't really like about um, how Ram does it. The Laramie truck that I drove paired with the 68 RFE um, is actually going to have 385 horsepower stock and produce 850 torque. Um, which is still a, still a crazy number compared to you think 10 years ago, you know, or even I, I have a 84 F250 IDI and I think that thing puts out like 200. I don't know, but um, big difference and it's really powerful, but they have their other addition, which is going to be paired with the ASIN transmission, um, which is going to produce 400 horsepower and a thousand torque. And there's definitely a noticeable difference between the two when you're driving them. Um, but that's one thing I, I think is really, really cool about these new Ram trucks. I mean, they were kind of the first ones to claim the thousand pounds of torque. We've all been waiting for it. You know, it's been, I can't tell you every year they go back and forth, you know, 10 horsepower and, and 20 torque and they finally made it to a thousand. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that's one of the main things. Like I, I don't know how serious I've been about looking for a new truck to buy. I'm, I mean, I'm always looking, you know, always doing the, the build and price, yeah. <laughs> but or I search inventory around me and having been on the performance side of it for such a long time, I love the Cummins engine. That, that is my favorite. It, it's my favorite motor and the Ram styling in the truck. But when I go and I look at inventory, I can find a ton with 68 RFEs and a handful sometimes with ASINs, and I wanted to ask you, what does that transmission do in a 2020 Ram that's different compared to the 68 RFE 2500 that you drove? Okay, so with the ASIN transmission, actually it was, it was really cool. The last trailer I pulled was actually truck, trailer, or the trailer, and all the weight on top of it. I think there was a backhoe and about like 12,000 pounds of, of bricks or so on it, but it came out to 35,100 pounds on the last trailer that I was driving, which was, I mean, that was, it was really impressive. It was a 3,500 tradesman single cab, um, which is, you know, it's basically a workhorse truck, but with that transmission, I was keeping a close eye on, you know, the temps. I just had the temp screen pulled up where I think it's called the gauge summary where you have all your temperatures, you can keep an eye on everything. And something I was so impressed with was, man, you know the transmissions are the weak points in these trucks, but the transmission temperature, it didn't matter how hard I was working these trucks. I mean, it was like constant. And the fact that these trucks were being towed up and down this canyon for, you know, four or five hours by a bunch of different people that not all of them are just, you know, used to driving trucks. And I'm sure they were just flooring it every time they were driving because they really wanted to test them out because I was flooring. Yeah, you know, I had the pedal to the floor too because I wanted to see how they were, but... I was so amazed because even in just my stock um, 2018 Bighorn, I can kind of see the temp, you know, the trans temp go up quite a bit when I'm driving or, or pulling anything. And 
Dude, this truck, it was like constant. I couldn't, no matter what I did, it's like I couldn't get the temperature higher. And you know, when, if you're 68 RFE or something starts getting higher up there, you're, you're going to be sweating bullets. Yeah. But it was, it was really impressive, man. It was very smooth. Um, I had the truck in tow mode, which you got, and they wanted us to test a bunch of things out. But it was the same thing, especially with that exhaust brake. It was like the most comfortable heavy tow I've ever had. I mean, the truck felt phenomenal. Just almost everything on these trucks, I mean, from the ground up, has been redone. And there's a lot of different things, too, like the new 3500s are going to have um, air and leaf suspensions. The 2500s are going to retain their coil spring rears or their rear uh, airbag, but they won't have the rear leaf and airbag uh, suspension that the 3500s have in the new trucks. But it was just a really well-put-together package on these trucks. I mean, just every single truck, I had a harder time coming up with bad things about them than I did the good. I mean, it was it was really hard to come up with things that I didn't like. Um, but when it came to, I mean, towing that trailer, I went up and down um, twice. And, uh, I mean, dude, it, it performed that task. Like, it, honestly, it towed better. I have an F-150 work truck, EcoBoost, and it felt better than that EcoBoost towing 4,000 pounds. Um, and I know how us diesel guys feel about the gasser trucks, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> now, with the with the um, the 3500 with 400 horsepower, 1,000 foot-pounds, how would you compare the response of that to your 2018? Much better. I mean, I've always thought rams are a different beast when you throw a tuner on them, you know. But from stock, I've always, compared to, like, my L5P, um, I've always been a little bit disappointed when you step on that pedal. It's just not the same response as that V8 Duramax, you know. Um, but this, I mean, unloaded and loaded, it was just, it was totally different. Even between the two, the 400 um, horsepower and the 385 horsepower, you know, and the 850 torque versus the 1,000 pounds of torque, um, there was a much, it was much different, man. These new trucks feel a lot more powerful than even the fourth gens. Even if you had an ASIN before, because I've driven those too when I was doing used car sales. I haven't owned one, but um, there's there's just a big difference. I mean, there's like it, it honestly feels like you're driving a V8 rather than the inline six, man. It's 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 really impressive. There, the pickup is there. I mean, finally it's there. And once you get going, I mean, when you reach 70 miles an hour, it's you can hit 80 just like that, even loaded. I mean, it was it was really impressive. That's what's so cool to hear because I mean, I've test driven a lot of different ones. And I remember I came really close to buying a, it was a 2017 F250 power stroke because I just love the body styling. But I went and I drove it and I'm like, this 6R140 and the way the engine and transmission are set up, it is fun to drive that truck. Like it gets up and goes. There's, mm-hmm. there's no hesitation. Like, you, you know, you're putting the power to the ground and going back 10 years to my first Ram, it was like, I knew the engine could do it. I knew it was there. It wanted to get going, but how, how it was synchronized or how it gave you that driving experience on a stock truck wasn't comparable. So it's so cool to hear that now it is. And, you know, modifies a whole other podcast, a whole other, you know, conversation, but for guys out there that are looking for, Hey, you know, I've got a 2010, a 2014, a 2018 truck these these 2020s look really cool you know should i 
is it worth making the jump for it? Should I, should I do that? You know, does it offer things that I don't have now? What would you tell those guys? And again, in stock form, what would you tell them about the experience going from a previous model to this one? The new truck's a whole different beast, man. It is, it is the most impressive Ram truck I've ever driven. Even compared to, I had a 2011 Ram, um, with tuning and everything. And, um, honestly, I, I think it felt better driving that this new truck than it felt driving my older truck with the tunes and all the mods and everything. I mean, just, just from a stock perspective, it was really impressive. And one thing I noted too, you know, when you're driving sometimes with this transit, the 68 RFE, it just feels like the ships, the ships are like sloppy at times. You know, it, it almost feels like the, it, the transmission doesn't know what it's doing or what it's trying to do. And that's yeah. one thing I noted on the new ones. Um, I mean, the shifts were like, they were, it was very clear. The transmission, it finally felt like it was, it knew what it was doing. Like they were very firm and they were like purposeful. I mean, it's, it's really, it's kind of hard to describe, but you know, if, if you're used to 68 RFE, you're going to be really thankful if you get a new truck with the new 68 RFE, you're going to, you're going to love it. Um, it, it was just a big difference, man. And I, I told Nick, you know, from Ram too, I said, man, I just got done writing my review and everything. And I'm already thinking about trading in my, my big horn. <laughs> <laughs> so let me know, let me know when they're out. <laughs> what do you think of the aesthetics? Cause we've seen pictures on social media and online and stuff. And I love, I love the new look that the changes they've done to the trucks, but in person, what'd you think? So one of the first things that I really, really liked about it, Rams always had that big rig look, you know, the trucks just look massive and they really stayed true to form with the new body style. Like if you've seen some of the new Chevrolets or GMCs, um, they, they went through some massive changes. I mean, they totally redesigned everything, but with Rams trucks, while they redesigned it, it's not like they completely turned around and designed something that looks totally different than their fourth gen. And I really love the fourth gen trucks, So, that kind of made me happy knowing that the fifth gen, it it's, looks very similar, um, but they added some really cool features. So if you've had a fourth gen, like I know even with my Laramie Long, my 2017 Laramie Longhorn I had, um, it came with projectors, which I think all trucks should come with projectors, but um, it still had the halogen headlights, which is one of the first things I do whenever I mod a truck, just from practicality and i think it's so much better at night i throw leds or hids in the truck i mean it just makes a big difference so with ram's new um, truck models they're going to have three different headlight variations that are available according to which truck model you get they have a reflective housing halogen that's going to be in the work truck models like the tradesman and then from there <coughs> sorry they have their LED reflective housing headlights, which that I drove one of the trucks with that at night, actually on the way back to the hotel. And what a difference just in terms of light output. <coughs> I didn't get to drive their, one of their nicer models that have the projector LED headlights, but I mean, that's a big upgrade. I think, I don't know why manufacturers still use halogen bulbs um, and, you know, manufacture their trucks with those from the factory. I think they should upgrade it, but that was one of the first things I noticed when I saw the new trucks. Um, another big, a couple big changes too. Um, 
I really liked the grill on the new truck. So it's, it's going to be a much larger grill. I think there's 30% more surface area on the grill. Um, so it just looks really, really sharp when, you know, paired with those headlights. And, and I really like the fog light design too. They don't just look like some, you know, I always thought the, the factory fog lights kind of just look cheap, like something I could pick up from O'Reilly's or something like that. Um, but now they actually have the little, they're like little LED strips. And I think they're going to be a, a lot brighter and, and uh, look a lot sharper. And then I noticed, too, on the front ends, the tow hooks. Um, the new tow hooks are really cool. So one of the, the trucks that I actually drove um, in a limited model actually had chrome tow hooks, which I'm not a huge chrome guy, but I know there's some of you out there, especially when you start getting into the American Force wheels, you like everything, Team Billet or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but so I thought that was really neat. Um, and then something else. If you ever look at your, like, I'm staring here at my truck's antenna right now. What an eyesore, man. I know a lot of guys put, like, the aftermarket, you know, the 50 cal um, on their truck, you know, for the antenna. But the new trucks are actually not going to have that antenna. It's all going to be put in the shark fin um, that sits on top of the trucks. If you, you know, have uh, LED lighting or anything up there, you probably noticed it. If not, you might not have. But it looks like a little fin that sits on top of the cab. So everything's going to be in there. And that was one of the things that the chief exterior designer mentioned um, that they were really focused on was providing a more aesthetic, better looking truck. And I think they did a good job, man. I, I took a couple videos um, and those will be posted soon that really go around the truck and everything you can kind of see. Um, I guess maybe the last big thing on the exteriors of these trucks so if you've seen the new Duramax trucks or even the older ones, you know they have their bumper steps built into the yeah. to the rear bumper or now the new trucks have their – they're going to have a, a bed step that's built into, like, the actual side paneling of the truck, which it's totally functional, but I really don't like the aesthetics of it. And um, one thing I like that Ram did, they actually have a bed step that sits beneath your bumper – um, and I'm not sure if it's going to be across all models, but it was there on the limited and the longhorn trims that you push out with your foot and it gives you a, a lower stepping platform to access the bed. So I thought that was like a really cool, innovative design to solve that bed problem. Cause it can, especially when you start lifting your truck or do anything like that, accessing your bed can just be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, it's definitely, definitely, uh, something that, uh, it's tough, especially if you got the bed fully loaded or anything towards the, like towards the cab, and you got to lift a truck or something like that. It's like, man, <laughs> I didn't think about this before I lifted it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then we had, we had talked in the beginning about, you know, being, being in your truck or guys that are in their truck a lot and using it for work and traveling. So we're gonna get to the interior now. You've got a twenty eighteen compare it to this 2020 inside as far as the layout the aesthetics how easy things are to access just your general impressions of the interiors of them the first thing when you sit in the cab um and and i always i got to be in a bunch of different trucks pretty much all the trims i think the only trim i didn't really get to see was the big horn um i didn't get to be in that one a lot but one of the first things you notice and the chief interior designer mentioned this too they really wanted to make these trucks more comfortable. So they added so many new pieces of leather, especially on the nicer trims, 
where it, it feels like no matter where you touch on your truck, if you're, you know, you're rolling on roads that are just terrible roads or you're, you know, jumping up and down in your truck, no matter where you touch, it, there's going to be a piece of leather there that just makes it feel comfortable, like soft leather. So a big stressing factor they, they tried to tell us was, and that, you know, I noticed that he couldn't have, he could have not told me and I would have noticed just how many new touch points of the truck have that leather that is, it just makes it so comfortable. I mean, no matter where you're, how you position yourself when you're driving or, or anything, you're going to be touching a piece of leather that's, you're going to be very comfortable. Um, but there's a lot more they did too. Um, something I thought that was really, really neat. Um, and I actually did a video on it is their new 12 inch Uconnect screen. So they have three different available options on the new trucks for head units. They have their three inch Uconnect, which is going to be very similar to past tradesman models. Then they're going to have their 8.4 inch Uconnect, which is pretty similar to what I have in my um, fourth gen Bighorn right now. It's a really big screen. I still think it's bigger than some of their competitors, but then they kind of introduced their, it's like the Mac daddy of, of head units, man. I've never seen anything like it unless it's, you know, in a Tesla. But it's a 12-inch display screen that is just insane how useful and how well thought out it is. I mean, you can split that 12-inch screen into two separate screens where you can have navigation on the top, and then on the bottom you can have Sirius XM or whatever you're doing, even with Apple CarPlay. So, if anyone uses Apple CarPlay, you're going to know that it's going to basically transform your screen into like your iPhone. And um, while you're doing that, you don't really have access to some of the different features that are on your head unit. Um, but really cool with these trucks, you can use the Apple CarPlay while you're using the navigation. So that was, that was a really big thing for me. Um, and then they didn't just add that new screen that's available um, before they were using an Alpine sound system in the nicer models, which I always thought was pretty good. I mean, it, it sounded a lot better than some of the different trucks that I've drove that didn't have it, but now they're going to be using a 17-speaker Harman Kardon sound system, which I think the only other cars that I've seen it in are Mercedes or maybe BMW. So it's like it's not even a truck anymore. You're getting some of these features that are on, on luxury cars. And they even have a built-in subwoofer. Um, an amp. I mean, it's it's just really neat. But as far as the front of the truck, when you're sitting, a lot of the buttons and controls sit closer to you. Um, I really like how they positioned a bunch of the stuff. It's just, it's easier access for whoever owns the truck. And um, the center console was totally redesigned too. So one thing I didn't really like about Rams, like when compared to my F-150, there's like cup holders for days. I mean, I could, everybody in my warehouse who works at the shop, I could probably store their drink in the front of the cab. Um, but with the new Ram, they added two extra cup holders, so I thought that was pretty neat because I always got a bunch of people in my truck. Um, but the center, center console area itself actually has like three different positions. You can move it up or down. So you can use the storage space pretty much however you want to, and, and that's one thing I'm big on is I like being able to customize and, and do as much stuff in a way that's convenient for me that may not be for other people, you know. But with this new center console design, you can move it up and down, 
kind of configure your storage space how you want it. Um, there's there's just a lot of storage in the center console department. I think there's like five USB ports, which I don't even have five things that could use a USB port, but um, everyone in the truck can have a place in the center console if they want to charge their phones. Um, so I thought that was pretty, pretty um, unique and, and pretty cool. Um, but the main thing for me, this is this is kind of one of my main selling points on on why why I like Rams and um, why I think a lot of people like the Ram trucks too. Is there's six different trims out there um, with which you can buy a Ram truck, and only, only five of them are going to have available diesel options because the sixth one is going to be their power wagon. But it, it really feels like there's a trim for everybody. It doesn't matter what you use your truck for. If you want something that's just going to be a straight up workhorse then get a tradesman model. You don't need the big screen and stuff. If you want something that's kind of in between, they have the Bighorn model or even the Laramie model that gives you kind of those nice features, um, but at an, a more affordable price. And you don't, if you don't need all those features, then it's not for you. And then at the top end of the spectrum, they have their Laramie Longhorn and their limited trims, which that's like you're not even driving a truck anymore. You're driving like a, a Rolls-Royce truck. That's what it feels like. Um, and they have different stylings, and they have like a tan for the Laramie Longhorn. They have a tan um, colored tan and black colored color scheme throughout the cab, um, or like a dark brown color that's really sharp. And then the limited trims have an available. It's like a a white um, interior, which you know if you if you're using your truck for work, I probably wouldn't get that one um, unless you have seat covers and you're going to cover up just about every. I think the 27 <laughs> leather areas around the cab. Um, but it's really neat. I think they do a really, really good job at just building a truck for everyone, you know? That's what has me really excited about these is, you know, like to step back for a second and kind of, you know, how we become or became diesel truck enthusiasts or whatever it might be. It was like I always gravitated towards Ram because of the Cummins engine, like just plain and simple. That's why I got them. And at the time, you know, with the, comparable Fords or GMs that were out in the third gens, it's like, yeah, I'm going to sacrifice the interior luxury and different things because I want this engine. And I think the fourth gens changed that a lot, that, that the interior stepped up to, you know, some of the best or at least on par with the other, other brands mm -hmm. that are out there. But now it's like, and I can get the engine, I can get the interior, I can get the technology, I can get the comfort, I can get the customization. I can get, all these things in this one truck, I'm not having to sacrifice it. I'm not just saying, well, I just got this truck because it has a Cummins, you know? And mm -hmm. that's, what that's so how cool. I was too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it was. And, and that's why, you know, even as a Ram guy or Cummins guy, that's why I went to the Duramax world for a little bit because I loved, you know, the interior, the leather seats, the Bose sound system, the, all the, the, at that time, you know, the creature comforts that were there that I couldn't get in the same model year Ram. And now that's not the case. So I'm really excited about that. And also the power. And then what you mentioned about the driving experience as well, because not everybody wants to modify their trucks. Not everybody's going to build a race truck. They're going to be used for work and making money and getting things done and if you can get into a, a, a truck that has that response, the power of the transmission and engine and torque curve and everything's all set up, 
you're not going to modify. You're just going to drive it and have fun with it and maintain it. Yeah. And that's what's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one big thing they did, too, um, that I want to touch on. Um, I know if you've read anything that I've wrote so far about GM, um, and even with Ford, they've been doing a lot to kind of advance making towing easier for their customers. So with the fifth-generation Ram, this is one thing that I like, that they kind of stepped up. Um, I don't think that they're necessarily there with GM yet because they brought a ton of new features to make towing easier. But they added a bunch of different camera views. So, like, they have a split-screen view that you can watch while you're in your truck. Um, And it actually points the camera down the sides of your truck. So it shows you the sides of your truck and gives you, like, a really good view of the sides of your truck and the, the sides of your trailer that you can pan to the right or to the left, which is something that's really cool. And then they also have a new camera that can act, it's an auxiliary camera that can be plugged into the, you know, to show you the inside of the trailer that you're pulling, the rear of the trailer you're pulling, um, really anywhere that you want to put that camera, you can. So that's something that's really cool. And then they also added a new bed lowering mode to make loading with a fifth wheel or, you know, a gooseneck. style trailer, that's going to be a lot easier. So basically you just press a button and your truck is going to drop two and a half inches. So it kind of gives you easier access. And then um, there's some active grid lines on the cargo camera. So that's one of the cool things that Ram does as well. Um, They have a camera that shows you the bed of your truck. So you can really easily line up a gooseneck or fifth wheel trailer. I mean, that's, that's really neat. Um, and while the tailgate, have you seen uh, GM's new tailgate, Patrick? With, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's really impressive. But so Ram didn't really go all out um, on their tailgate. I think on their 1500s, they're introducing a new tailgate, um, but it's not there for the heavy duties yet. Um, but I still like that you can open the tailgate without getting out of the truck. So that's kind of always the thing that's been in the you know a pain. You got to get out, open the tailgate, and then climb back in the truck. You don't have to do that anymore. So with the nicer models, you're going to actually have a button that's going to sit um, above the center console, kind of by your rear view mirror that you can just press, and that's going to um, open that tailgate for you. And, and it's also going to have some dampening properties. So when you open your tailgate, it's not just going to slam down um, anymore. It's going to actually control its fall, and, and that's something that's pretty cool too. But the last really big thing, I guess, with technology that Ram changed on these new trucks. Actually, there's two more. Um, there's the trailer tire pressure monitoring system. So, you know, when you're towing, you want to keep an eye on your, you want to make sure your, your tires are maintaining that PSI that you want them to. You don't want them to get too hot or anything. And, and something that I thought was pretty cool was with these trucks, you can actually set up five different trailers with your truck and you can monitor the tire pressure of those trailer tires from your truck. So you don't even have to get out and check them or do any crazy stuff anymore. Um, it's all right there for you. So that, that's really neat. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on um, is going to be they actually have power running boards for some of their nicer models. So the Limited or um, Laramie Longhorn, um, those trims are going to have power running boards. So when you open the door um, to the truck, those boards are actually going to extend. Um, and then when you close the door, they're going to, I guess, retract back to the cab. So um, running boards can kind of be an eyesore on certain trucks. And I know a lot of guys that are big into the show trucks. And I've always kind of wanted a set of the AMP Research running boards myself. But 
now with these new trucks, like you said, you don't necessarily have to modify them anymore. They might have everything you want right there from the factory. That is really cool because it's, it's something like I like the utility of a running board, but I don't like to see them. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like you get a truck, well, now you're going to go spend some money to get these aftermarket ones put on where on you know this 2020 model on some of the trims, it already comes with it. It's like it's pretty much a turnkey truck in a sense. Like there's really, mm-hmm. there's really nothing you need to add. I mean, wheels and tires and things like that are always, you know, personal styling choices that we make. But other than that, it sounds like it's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one one thing I, I I as an overall thought about the new Ram trucks. It was just such a great package of of trucks put together from the factory. But um, they they did a really good job. I mean, as far as things we didn't really like about the trucks there weren't too many um i mean really we just didn't really like that there were two different outputs for the engines i mean that's one thing that i, I wish they would really just go to the asin and scrap the 68 rfe altogether. but um i don't have control over the dealerships or the manufacturers so that's that's their decision but other than that um really just a couple things with the bed if you've seen gm's new beds um, I really liked how they have 12 tow hooks in the bed. So I'm constantly using my bed for, um, all kinds of different things. And I have all sorts of things stuck in there that I need to strap down. Um, and to me, Ram just didn't invest as heavily in their bed as some of the other manufacturers did. I mean, other than that though, the, the trucks were really great. Um, one thing I didn't mention about the, you know, the engines, um, of the motors they were so quiet so i know some of you guys um that are listening probably really like the sound of a cummins diesel and i do too trust me i mean i've had my straight pipe trucks that sound just phenomenal and it it gets me off just stepping on the pedal and listening to it (laughs) but i know there's a lot of people especially you know people that are going on really long drives with a trailer that want a quiet cabin and the new trucks just are really, really quiet. They use like acoustic glass um, and active noise cancellation to make the trucks just really, really, really quiet. I mean, it's, you almost can't hear what's going on outside, even if it's really loud. So I think some of you guys that use your trucks, maybe you're going to job sites um, where it's really loud. I actually manage an air conditioning company. So we'll be at new construction sites sometimes where it's, it's just so loud. If you're in your truck, you can't really focus. Um, but with these new trucks, they're just so quiet, and they do a good job of, of drowning out that noise to where you almost can't hear it inside the cabin. So it's like you can have a basically a mobile office that, that keeps you in, like, in the zone and, and being able to focus on what you're doing um, with the windows up, obviously. But um, just really, I was really impressed. They, they did a good job. It's really cool to chat with you about it because there's not many people that want or enthusiasts like you that get to drive a model that's not even out yet but that there's a lot of interest in um there's a there's a lot of ram cummins fans out there and they're in that position where they've had a truck for a couple years or three or four years five years maybe longer and they see pictures of it online and on social media and you know we all judge how things look the new models you know but they're like you know, is this worth upgrading to? Is it worth going to this? I mean, what does it have that my truck doesn't have? And, and what can I do with it? And those sorts of things. So it's it's been fantastic to chat with you 
about the details from an enthusiast perspective, not from necessarily, you know, someone just writing it. Like you love these trucks, you use them, you've had them, you've, you know, experienced all the different parts of being a diesel truck owner. And I, I know our listeners are going to appreciate that. And you had mentioned throughout the course of this podcast that, you know, there's a lot of content you were able to get a lot of videos and pictures and, and things that you're doing. Where can our listeners go to see what you're putting out about the, the 2020 Rams and even other models as we go through the year? to see those pictures and videos and, and, and read what's, uh, you know, what you blogged about. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find my website at www.dieselresource.com. Um, and if you go to, uh, on the main toolbar, there's going to be our diesel blog. So all of our posts, everything like that is going to be under the diesel blog. Um, and then we also have dedicated pages to different trucks. So we have a Duramax page, Cummins page, and a Power Stroke page. So any of our respective articles or reviews or anything like that is going to be found in two different places. So we like to try and make it really easy for any of our, you know, followers, readers, um, watchers um, to, to find what they're looking for. And then you can also find us at, um, at Diesel Resource on Instagram and Facebook. And we also have a YouTube channel that we're currently working on um, that's diesel resource, um, on YouTube. So you can find us all there. Um, if you guys want to, you know, find out everything about these new trucks, I'm really going to be, um, digging in deep. And if you got anyone has a question, um, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook, or, you know, even contact me from my website and, um, I'll find an answer for you. Like today I had a guy ask me, um, about if you can do a manual regen cycle on the new Ram HD trucks. And, and I shot an email real quick to the PR guy, Nick, um, and he got back to me in a minute and a half. And I could help that guy, you know, with his question really quick. So if anyone has a question or anything like that or anything someone wants to know, just shoot me and shoot me an email, message me, however you want to do it, and I will do my best to find that answer out for you. I know we're definitely going to message you to have you talk to us about the GMs next because those are people, everyone's got an opinion about how they look and the features and all the things. And we want to, we want to talk about those trucks and then compare them to the Fords and kind of set up like, you know, if you're looking for a, a new truck, which, you know, what do you get with this one versus that one? Or how do they all compare? So we definitely want to chat with you again and, and uh, jump into the Duramax next. And then uh, and we're not going to forget about the Fords because those are, those are solid trucks too, and they've got a, a lot to offer. So I mean, we appreciate your time today and, like I said, the expertise. And It's so refreshing to be able to talk to a diesel truck enthusiast that got to drive <laughs> this model that's yeah, not out yet yeah. and see what there's you thought There's not many about. of us out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not many of us out there, but we're out there. You just got to find us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it was, it was great to chat with you, have you on, and and uh, I'm going to encourage the listeners to go like and subscribe, you know, to your social media pages and check out your website. Your website's top notch as well, especially for finding all this information and not just new trucks, but all diesel trucks. So I know today we're talking about new ones, but we still got love for the older ones and what they can do. And, and you got a ton of great info and content on that as well. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. Thanks so much for having us. And, and uh, I really like, look forward to uh, talking. Hopefully you invite me back. We'll see. oh we we will for sure don't forget diesel fans make sure and head on over to dan's diesel performance for drop-in turbos for your cummins duramax 
or Power Stroke. They've got a ton of different choices and options to meet your power goals and your use. And also use Podcast 5 at AlligatorPerformance.com. Get 5% off your order and a free t-shirt. And if you call in, just tell them you heard about the promo on the Diesel Podcast. The guys will get you hooked up. And we also want to encourage you to go check out Diesel Resource on Instagram, Facebook, and online. He's got a ton of great information on the RAM, more than we went into on the podcast, and then also on Ford Power Strokes, and then on the Duramax as well. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.